0: movies we watch movies you listen to us talk about movies that we watched without you it's beautiful thanks now this is podcasting
1: What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Super Films Cast sixty-four. Uh, Adam, this is the number one podcast where we talk about comedy movies. That's what we've been doing all year. It seems like is we talked about the Judd Apatow, Seth Rogen kind of comedies, and then we did the summer of Sandman, and then we did a, a comedy Spooktacular, and now we're getting into November. We're going to tie up some loose ends. Isn't that right, Adam? Your name for a second.
0: Yeah, we're going to... There's so many loose ends that we just need to... We need to get to. Everybody's been waiting on edge for... They're like, we know that these guys are going to take on these movies eventually. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and we just can't wait. We're not going to leave our house... In, until these guys do it and mm-hmm. and we've yeah. been putting it off and oops sorry Mr. Trump that's why people are staying inside
1: yeah that's why it's the sensation national sensation of super films cast 64 and oh, yeah, thank you to uh, our two shut up Jay thank you to our two huge guests the last two weeks uh, Dan McDowell and TC Fleming and we're following that up with another ticket personality. We have weekend boarder Jay King. Jay, how are you doing?
2: Uh, what's up, man? First thing you just told me was to shut up, so off to a real hot it's, start. It's, and yeah, you know, very excited. Because
0: the I love you, Jay. Trey Big, big, big Mad, man. tough love. right
2: now. Everybody,
0: I'm
1: not big take, mad. A, take a little
0: peek behind the curtain. Trey Big Mad. Not big I wasn't going to
1: open the all.
2: can of worms, but. You got it.
1: Not, not big, Matt. I'm hurt. big glad because we got Jay King on the sh- show. Jay is a good friend of mine. Uh, he runs the board, I guess, in place of Chris Tapia indefinitely, for work in progress. I don't know uh, how that's going to go. Being,
2: yes, Chris, don't worry. I have not taken over. If
1: mm-hmm. we still. Right, this is, it's a, it's a your Dak name Rambo weekly situation.
2: <laughs> we praise your name weekly. Um, cause it is Sunday. So, you know, we have to, mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, be well.
1: It's, it's somewhat of a, a Dak Romo situation. I don't know. Who knows?
2: We'll see what happens. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, ticket pays up when my contract runs out.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Hopefully I doubt it. They don't ever do that. Um, Jay, me and Jay bonded, Adam, over a love of movies, and I think in an alternative universe where we never met, me, Jay, and uh, and um, Josh Kerber would have her own m- uh, movie podcast that would last for six episodes because that's usually how long podcasts have to ticket last when people do a podcast together. It lasts Amazing. about six episodes. Well, what so did I'm you think guys?
0: What did you guys bond over? This is this uh, is good. This is when you find out that hey, these people kind of like the same movies that I like. That's a, that's a fun moment because yeah. you're like, oh. Well, uh,
1: The Lighthouse was, was the big movie. That, yeah, I would you know, say, yeah, love, that uh, would probably uh, be the about. biggest one. Yeah.
2: Uh, um, what else was there? Uh, no Country for Old Men, of course, because that's your favorite movie. Sure, sure. So you always bring that up. One yeah. yeah, one of that. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I'm trying to think right off the top what there was.
0: But, like, what did but, you, but, were you like, hey, do you like movies? Or, or were you like, it... why'd you spill your beans? And then he <laughs> was like,
1: ha, I get it. I, I said, oh, stop. no. Well, he's always,
2: we know he has a podcast, and he's, he always, Trey, makes sure he's the movie guy. Yeah, so you know, he's yeah. the movie guy. Yeah. And uh, I don't know yeah. how we got talking about he it. Got, he, got he got elbowed out of the night. He got elbowed out of the video game
0: guy. Yeah. So he's, uh, he's trying to hone in on another
2: media. Also, it's super easy to talk about movies when uh, you don't know people. So mm. that's a way to get started.
1: Yeah, but Jay's a big fan of The Lighthouse, Adam, which was uh, one of our favorite movies of last year. It Definitely. was
0: my favorite movie of the year, yes.
1: I have thought about that movie more than Parasite. It might go up as my favorite. Like I like Parasite a lot and I would be down to rewatch it but I've thought about The Lighthouse a lot more.
2: I took my granddad to see The Lighthouse. <laughs> he actually enjoyed it, surprisingly. Yeah. I didn't mm. know how he was going to take it.
1: That's some I didn't CS know what to effects. expect either.
0: <laughs>
1: I
2: just remember look,
0: taking yeah. taking my grandparents to go see movies all the time. We'd go to see like <laughs> the Harry Potter movies and uh <laughs> on Christmas or whatever, and they'd just be
2: like, "Boy,
0: there's a lot of those special effects."
2: <laughs> oh, so you were at least allowed to watch the Harry Potter movies, okay? So we know that Trey. You weren't allowed to.
1: Were Were you not allowed to watch them, Jay? I can watch whatever I want, dude. Oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> oh, Jay's. <laughs> that was the yeah, statement. statement.
2: Oh, I, I can watch whatever I want. To the
0: audience, you guys, Jay is did that, and then he hopped on his skateboard and he
2: rode <laughs> <it> off. <laughs> In, in my vans, I got in my vans and rolled out on my skateboard.
1: Jay, what would you say my are, are on? not to uh, not to ruin your list later on in the show? But what would you say mm. are some of your favorite movies? Maybe that aren't on the list. I don't know. Oh,
2: maybe that aren't on the list. That's what are your point.
1: favorite movies that are not? He gives
2: on me one of, of the ten. Whole, movies? Yeah, he gives me a full list, list. list, and then I'm like, oh.
1: Oh man, let let's do this. Don't worry about it, Jay. Jay, don't worry about it. We'll do that later. The
2: Departed didn't make my list, but I love The Departed. I'll put that up there.
0: So if you're going on a date with a girl, and and you decide to put something on, do you choose a Clockwork Orange like Trey did?
1: Oh no, I'm choosing. (laughs) I never showed a girl a Clockwork Orange. I talked about it. He I just never described, described scene in on. <laughs> I didn't oh, a it to a chair. Make-
2: How you and her would drink milk plus, right? Yeah, he
0: Definitely. he showed up with his drugs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I imagine he showed up in full gear too, <laughs> like
1: true. eye makeup, long nose, mm. <laughs> penis mask. Didn't do that, Adam. Did not do that. Anyway, we're not talking about that. We're talking about uh, another movie, Adam. Another movie that does have a gigantic penis in it. A few gigantic penises in it. It honestly.
2: does. It's yeah. a, a motif. That's not yeah. specific enough in today's age. Mm-hmm. A film.
1: But we're discussing uh, the the Avengers of the... I don't even know what you would call it. Isn't even Judd Apatow like he's just a producer, right? Like he's not. It's not really him. No, I more mean, of it's, like. The,
0: it, but it is the. It is from his universe all the right. all the people
1: generally. Yeah, the the Apatow universe. This is their Avengers. Uh, this is the <laughs> end. Which I had seen in the. I don't think I've seen it since it was in theaters. Which was about 2013, right? So, yes. 2013
0: was when it came out. My question for you, Trey. Mm-hmm. I believe you rated this three stars. I did. Originally, and then here I come watching this movie. I dropped a fiver on it. And I didn't see you I, drop a fiver. Oh, okay. So it was just coincidence that, uh, yeah. that it, you moved it up?
1: Two whole stars. Uh, I think what, I what, rated what changed because between- when I I don't know if anything changed. I think it was, um, I think it was I was, I think when I got letterboxed a few years ago, I was just rating everything I'd seen, and that was maybe one that I was kind of fuzzy on, so I just gave it a three. I think
2: it was coked up Michael Sarah that changed it for you, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was coked up Michael Sarah. You get to see Michael Sierra's butthole. That's, that's what changed it this time around. Uh, I, I think I think time has changed it a lot. And I think uh, uh, kind of appreciation for those older movies and sort of that period of time changed it a lot where, you know, we've been talking for a few years, Adam, how there really are no straight comedies anymore. There's, you know, they don't they don't make them anymore, really. And that was back in the time where those kind of movies were plentiful. You know, you could always count on a, you know, a Pineapple Express or a Will Farrell movie or any of those movies. Or Tropic a National Thunder.
2: Lampoon uh, straight to DVD <laughs> comedy.
1: Right. Uh, nowadays, you don't. And well, I mean, it's it's just not quite as as big. Or those like, actors aren't really doing that kind of stuff either. I think right. also,
0: for yeah. sure. But it's like, like you have like the, uh, I don't know, like the Kevin Hart movies. Yeah. Or uh, yeah. Like, Girls Trip was a uh, straight comedy. Years
1: ago, though. Oh, oh, I think it's from a bridesmaids Never mind. Yeah, yeah. No,
0: no. Girls Trip. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean.
0: I, this is one of I would I've kind of talked myself out of the point that this was going to be like the last big straight comedy that I was a big fan of <laughs> because now one everything has to be comedy if if it's you know an action movie you gotta have some witty little quips in there they gotta oh in Star Wars you gotta have them just ripping on Kylo Ren. And then the comedy movies, like, uh, I don't know the, the big sick or stuff like that, or, uh, eighth grade, like those are not necessarily (laughs) comedy. Like all comedians are super like thoughtful and I'm more than a comedian right now. Mm -hmm. Jordan Peele is like, yeah, I'm going to do movies, but I'm going to do horror movies. Like, just comedies are not really a thing. Like, <laughs> Very true.
1: That's an interesting, stay yeah, that's in an interesting thought.
2: Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, stay in your lane, bro. Just make comedies, bro.
1: Talk, yeah, stick to sports, bro. Yeah. I, I do think, like...
0: I mean, comedy TV, straight comedy TV is more of a thing Yeah, than straight comedy movie, just because you can play with concepts longer like mm-hmm. I don't know in this movie all these guys are so good mm-hmm. in this Danny McBride is like peak Danny McBride and Danny McBride is playing himself if you guys haven't seen the movie it's uh Seth Rogen and
1: then Jay Barishell who I Come. did not realize was in million dollar I not seen million dollar baby. I didn't know he was in that. Yeah, I, I didn't know that either. Um,
0: Jay Baruchel comes to hang out with Seth Rogen in LA. He doesn't really like LA and then Seth Rogen they're all playing themselves as actors, uh, who have been in all these roles and stuff goes and takes him to hang out with Jonah Hill and James Franco and Craig Robinson. Uh, at this house party for James Franco's new house. And then the apocalypse happens and they all kind of get stuck together. Literal
1: biblical apocalypse. Yes.
0: Uh, so it lets them kind of play on their perception and, uh, just like, it gives them all little character traits, but they're all so freaking good. Like, it's Mm -hmm. just like the, Jonah Hill character is great. Danny McBride, they just let go like full McBride. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Franco's characters, I would say, is not as good. Seth Rogen's maybe not as good, but whatever. It's it's
2: all it all still works for me. Danny McBride is best when he can just be a straight asshole to everyone.
1: Exactly. That's kind of all he does. Well, we we've talked about this too. Like I, that's you know that's his, the complaint is that that's his only character. But my my rebuttal, and I I think our rebuttal is that well he's so effing good at doing it. And also there's it, it's not like Will Ferrell where Will Ferrell is kind well, now of now he's doing
2: war, so.
1: Yeah, I mean he does a, i mean it, but that's still the same character. Like his his character in Alien Covenant wasn't oh, the thought, same I mean, like, character he was
2: writing and so I did not, not yeah, really no right he, yeah no yeah, he's acting. definitely writing. But, uh, He's definitely
1: writing it. Did I didn't see the
2: new Alien yet.
1: Uh, like he played. He didn't. He wasn't a complete asshole, but he was still that character. You know, like he was still that kind of, you know, character. Uh, but like, I think you know, like Will Ferrell kind of plays the same character, but his characters are pretty one note. Whereas I think there's a vulnerability in, uh, in Danny McBride's characters that I think is, I think they just. They, they they're just better well-rounded characters i believe um but yeah i i i really liked all the little cameos and um we mentioned michael cera is pretty awesome in this and i like how it's not even just these characters are playing themselves they're playing maybe overblown versions of themselves or like the opposite of themselves uh you know um i i'm I bet Danny McBride is not like that in real life, but okay, that is his perception sure. as an actor. So right. it's going to be overblown. You know, Michael Cera is not snorting Coke and slapping Rahuni's butt, but you don't know that. I, I don't think he is. It could
2: have been an inside look at how celebs live and you just ate it up. Could be. You thought It was funny. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, you had a whole bunch of other Paul Rudd was in there for a second. I totally so forgot. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> running I, around with a big thing of wine uh, uh uh i totally forgot that um what's his name's in it uh kevin hart is in it
0: kevin hart's in it jason yeah. siegel
1: has a really funny yep thing talking about
0: <laughs> how i met your mother basically yeah. i my wife's like where's the cake and i have frosting on my mouth (laughs) Uh, and i'm like what it's my birthday (laughs) it's so funny uh jonah hill just saying things where he's just like dear god it's me jonah hill from moneyball
1: (laughs) yeah i love the Dan mcbride thing at the at the breakfast in the morning where he's like Jonah Hill, you're an Academy Award-winning actor. <laughs> 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 yeah, and uh, just all those. Uh, oh, oh, uh, oh, James Franco was that sucked to Dick this morning. Now I know you're lying. <laughs> just, just stuff like that. Just really funny. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to look at my notes here. Uh, I really. I, I don't know if we want to talk about this later, but I love the uh, Pie Apple Express sequel <laughs> they did. Yeah, I guess that was an actual thought they had. That was an actual idea they had for a sequel for Pineapple Express Two.
0: The Code Red or whatever it was. Yeah,
1: that was Uh, real fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of just like little throwaway stuff that's great. Like the camera that they use is from the camera from 127
2: Hours, which is just like I mean it's from Flyboys.
0: Right. Exactly. (laughs) I keep all
2: my props.
0: (laughs) which it's like I mean, is it like I don't know. It's not like super creative or anything, but it's just it's just funny. It's, it's just like yeah, recognition like,
1: oh yeah, he was he, he was in that. It's, it makes it's that like, it's that uh you know we're talking about what uh after grown ups that, that grown ups three script that right. someone wrote yeah. and it's it's just a full like it's this movie but adam sandler for adam sure Sandler would not have you know the self-awareness to make that whereas this is what you want you know you're getting all the bits you're getting uh you know seth rogan asked to laugh at an airport hey do your laugh and you don't you kind of sucked into those movies and you know, you uh, hear Green Goblin and stuff with, with James Franco and and uh, it just – yeah, it's like all the little – and I wonder like how – because I, I also – I was reading how uh, a lot of the stuff they're saying to each other was somewhat therapeutic. So I wonder like how these characters or actors were in real life, like the 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 Jay Bruchel character. I wonder if he did have an issue with Hollywood and these people. I don't know. Like you, you don't know – what was maybe written as just the script or maybe what was more real life so it's it's interesting to get sort of a look into maybe these guys as friends in a way
0: yeah i i know they say that oh like 50 percent of this was ad-libbed and you can feel a lot of the moments with that where it's just them just like following some just like very basic
2: improv stuff where they're just just like and
0: and being real yeah exactly where it's like ah, that's not written see how long we
2: can keep this going
0: right uh i i also think the the cameos in it from like the bigger people uh is great like the emma watson cameo It,
1: it was supposed to be daniel radcliffe Oh yeah, but like it was very early on, and they hadn't really written the script, and they asked me, declined. But uh, uh, but yeah, so they asked M.O. Uh, Watson after.
0: That I mean it would have been funny for him, but then I don't think the rape scene is, yeah. <laughs> is where they're talking well, about. You're putting out these rapey vibes. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: that's really that's good. great,
0: and the the Channing Tatum one makes me laugh
1: so hard. Uh, he yeah. delivery too. Yeah, love him. <laughs> <laughs> so great. The, really good that. the other like main
0: thing that i remember from this movie is when they eat the the mushrooms right or is it ecstasy yeah it's
1: x yeah it's ecstasy. that's
0: right yeah and and gongam style starts playing yeah. i remember it was like right at the peak of gongam oh, like sure. it was like it was like brand it wasn't like brand new but it was like at the perfect time in the thing so they must have just added it like it had to have been just like a few weeks before and mm-hmm. i just remember just it being like this is in a movie
1: already that's that's funny because now it's very nowadays funny. and now it works cliche
0: well yeah and it works perfectly for all yeah. the, like i mean it works the same way the backstreet boys work at the
1: end like okay i think that's my issue i think i think it was fine but it It seemed like they didn't have an idea. For, like, like, an actual plot? The ending. No, the ending. The
0: very end. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the the whole plot is kind of loose. I mean, it's, like, they have their thing, and then they're like, okay, well, they redeem themselves this way. And then everybody redeems themselves very quickly. Uh, But, like, I don't care. For a comedy movie, it just needs to be a vessel for jokes and um, yeah, I mean it's
1: Do it's you think this great. is a movie where if you don't if you have not seen any of those other movies or any of or have a sense of who these people are as actors or as personalities, would you still find this movie funny, you think?
0: No, I mean that's that's not what it, it, it's not funny to bit. see Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would not be funny to see the exorcism of Jonah
1: Hill <laughs> <laughs> come up on screen. Like, there's just something about that that's... Just- oh, really, Jay? Oh, really? Compelling? It doesn't compel me that much, alright? Hey, yeah, job. it's just such... Such a good delivery.
0: It's It's very, very good, but no, it wouldn't... Like, that's the whole no. bit, is that you know who they are, and and know enough about them to be able to to do it
1: Mm. yeah I again uh, I appreciate this movie a lot more I I remember liking it I don't know why I gave it three stars I think I did that again just when I was rating everything when I got letterboxed Uh, but I I gave it five stars I mean it's uh, it's I mean it's really funny (laughs) it's really good and it it kind of brings you back to a time when those movies... At least those guys were making more of those kind of movies, maybe. Uh, Adam, what what did you think overall?
0: Yeah, five stars. I mean, I think it's... Like, it is what it's supposed to be. Yeah. And And it truly does not try to be anything more. No. It really... Like, there's... There's, like, the heartfelt stuff is like solid enough about growing apart from your friends mm-hmm. and stuff like that without being like super apatow like
1: well that was sort of you like stepbrother or not stepbrother super bad was like that like where you can and i think that's more evident as you get older it, that that through line and i think that's sort of a through line in a lot of their stuff oh for sure um you know and apatow like all those guys
0: Apatow's thing that he told him was mm-hmm. that oh, there needs to be some sort of emotional thing at the core and that's mm-hmm. why like all these guys in the like comedy movies that they do they all have what well, I mean it's just common structure yeah. but it's it has that Apatow feel but this one sometimes Apatow it like either gets too serious or it is part of a movie that overindulgent
1: up being, being yeah. two
0: hours and 30 minutes long mm-hmm. because you want to completely explore the suss out the issues and stuff. Mm-hmm. And this, it just is like, nah, we're just going to kind of be silly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to do our thing.
1: Five another stars. interesting, another interesting note is that they decided not to have any family uh, in the movie. So like, uh, I think at this this time like seth rogan just had a new kid um i believe oh yeah yeah so like his wife and kid were not mentioned and like james franco uh oh they originally wanted um uh jesus uh dave franco in it but they thought it might be just a little too weird with james franco so they decided to leave dave franco out uh because they didn't want to like make it I-, I guess they just felt uncomfortable about having like you know, Seth Rogen's wife and newborn baby die. <laughs> so they're like, let's just leave the families out of it. And mm. which is uh, a little unfortunate because I like Dave Franco. I think he's he's really good, but I see why why they're kind yeah, of saying you don't no families with us. Yeah, like
0: sad. Right. Because <laughs> right. then, like, you can have Aziz Ansari fall into a pit and right. you'd be like, haha, that's kind of funny. Uh, yeah. But yeah, if it's like Seth Rogen's wife, then it's like, oh, yeah. This yeah. Is- not as funny. Not as funny.
1: No. Jay, have you? When's the last time you saw this movie? I know we talked about it a little bit. You really it's probably enjoy been these? two or
2: three years since I've mm-hmm. seen this movie, at least. Okay.
1: But anytime I see it on, I know
2: I'm going to watch all of it. Hmm.
1: All right. Anything else uh, you've been watching, Adam? Oh, things that I watch.
0: I watched a short term twelve. Uh, on Amazon earlier this week, uh, that is a movie starring Brie Larson, a younger Brie Larson. Oh, uh,
1: uh, Kirk's nemesis.
0: Yes, uh, <laughs> Rami Malek is also in it, and uh, Lakeith Stanfield as. I remember hearing about this. As movie. then Keith Stanfield, uh, and then the the girl from Booksmart, the lesbian. One of the two, oh, not the
1: actual lesbian, but the lesbian in the movie. Okay, I get what oh, you're saying. And uh, in both, yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, so uh, there,
0: uh, basically, Brie Larson is in charge of like a like a home for underprivileged youths, youths. like like foster foster care mm-hmm. things, and. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield is one of the kids that's in it and it's just like a very like serious like touching look at foster care and the trouble that the kids go through and that other you know underprivileged youths go through like when they may not be invited to a twitch stream that uh You really want to be a part of, so you're going and you're checking your phone to see what the updates are, to see who else was invited, uh, that was not you, uh, to see where you are on the pecking order.
1: Uh, I'm looking up the movie. Uh, Do you think Brie Larson ruined it like she ruins everything else she ever touches? That according to Kirk, she's she's really really good in this movie. I doubt she's good in this. Oh.
0: Right, because uh, this I know is an inside, eventually, this is a joke eventually she's going to take take down the patriarchy. Is
1: she is going to take down the patriarchy. Uh,
0: no, she is fucking great in this movie, and uh, and the uh, the main other guy in that movie, I it's a guy that I've seen in uh, a lot of other things, but have not really like connected. <laughs> him with any specific role uh mm-hmm. he's great too so and also like lakeith Stanfield is not he he has a pretty big role hold in, on,
1: hold on. He, john gallagher jr yeah he was in uh Tim cloverfield lane he was the, uh, the the dude yeah but i mean yeah. like whatever he's, he's the fake guy john like, fahey
0: yes yes he is John Fahey. Yeah. Uh, that guy. He, he's awesome in this movie. Lakeith Stanfield, like, watching it now. And even Brie Larson. You're like, oh, yeah. Like, I totally get why these guys are huge stars huh. now. I need to uh, check this movie out. It's, uh, it's a really good little movie. It's, like, 90 right. minutes long. And uh, it'll make you feel stuff. So yeah, but Brie go. Larson, I don't know. Well, right. It'll make you feel anger towards Brie Larson. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this is a joke for two. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: anyway. I also watched The Manchurian Candidate.
1: The old one or the Johnny new one? The, one? Uh, the
0: newer one with Denzel. Denzel, okay. Denzel and Leah Schreiber. Uh, It's good. <laughs> I mean, good? it's yeah. It's good. I I'm not going to say go run out and see it right away. But uh
1: that's the whole that's- plot of that is it's it's Russians have programmed someone and you say a code word and they go kill the president, right? Is that the whole idea of it? Uh,
0: that's I mean that's a little simpler than it is in uh, the movie, but that's basically what it is. Is like they're trying to Control this guy who's running for president okay. essentially scientists cool. and they have they uh-huh. have a reason to do it Denzel is was in charge of this guy 's platoon in the army, and uh, they all remember this story the exact same way where Denzel was in charge he gets knocked out, and the grunt guy takes over and becomes a war hero, shoots down the enemy helicopters and all this. Um, but they all, everyone in the unit has dreams about it happening a different way. And then they've all kind of like died off. And then now that guy is running for president. And so mm. it's just kind of digging deeper into that. It's fine. Sounds and then a little Jacob's laddery in a, way. a little bit. Uh, and then I watched Doctor Sleep after we, okay, talked about The Shining. Uh, which is like an X Men movie hiding yeah. as a
1: as a it's, Shining it's movie. Definitely
0: an X Men movie. I would. Yeah, it's it's hundred percent. It's not. It's not bad.
1: No, like, no, I know. It's, it's I don't fun. hate it.
0: Uh, maybe it's the not end. Not a horror
1: movie.
0: The end. I didn't love. With them in the hotel? I I don't necessarily love them in the hotel because Mm -hmm. then I was like, Oh, this is a shining movie. I kinda liked it more as like something different. And I I think them going back to the Overlook Hotel was supposed to and there's some cool scenes there, like when he goes and is talking to Jack Nicholson at the bar. Like I
1: like that it wasn't. But I don't like that it was I don't like
0: it in this movie.
1: Okay. You know what I mean? I think I liked it a little bit more, but I think I'm a sucker for that more than you are. I think I'm a sucker for let's go revisit this old movie. Uh, So I liked it. I think I liked that a bit more than you did. Uh, I really did like the bar scene, and I like that they didn't do like a Jack Nicholson impersonator. It was just a guy that kind of had the same haircut, and that was about it. I thought it was really understated. I thought that worked really well because I thought it would have been distracting if it was, Hey there buddy, let's talk about your demons. Hey, eh? that's my, that's my Jack Nichols. It's pretty good.
0: That's yeah, fantastic. It's, it's great. I mean, cause I, you could do with the beginning of it and then the end of it where he goes and revisits. But then like, I just, I just don't know if the middle stuff, which I think is good as well. Uh-huh. Like I, I like the beginning, I like the beginning, I like the middle, and I like a lot of the stuff at the end. I just don't know how much I like them all together. That's that's okay. my take I on Doctor Sleep.
1: Saying. It's like two different movies almost, for sure. Yeah, and, and at the a lot end, of real it's,
0: serious stuff, you know, in the middle, yeah. And at the end, it's like, okay, well, let's cram this in to make it mm-hmm. a Shining movie, even though I know that this was whatever Stephen King's.
1: It's a book. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think also makes it better in a way like it would be different if it was like a, and I guess all of Kubrick's movies were based on books. So in reality, you could justify any one of his movies being remade or redone. It's just with his stuff, it's 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 delicate. But I think The Shining is maybe the one that you could probably. Have the most justification and I think they did an alright job focusing on Danny and, and it being about alcoholism and sins of the father and stuff like that. And right. Yeah, I, I, thought, uh, yeah I, thought, I thought it was a commendable effort.
0: Agreed. Mm-hmm. Have you been watching anything?
1: Um, I Today I watched Disney, re-watched Disney's Hercules because I've been humming some of the songs in my head for some reason. I don't know why. Every few months I'll start humming Disney songs and I decided just to watch the movie again. Uh, it's very horny, Adam. I know you love horny movies. I know Jay loves horny movies. Uh, oh, thanks for that, Shadow. Hell yeah. Hercules is very horny. Uh, Danny DeVito as... Oh, he is related a,
2: to Zeus, right?
1: Well, yes, that's true. So, there you all go. those gods were horny as shit. Especially but uh, Danny DeVito is just wanting to bang every single lady on screen. You know? <laughs> uh... Hercules can't keep it in his pants for Meg, you know, and then she's all horny too. I mean, she's, they're all
0: she's like her broken back thing,
1: yeah, yeah. And Pegasus she is, is horny for, for, uh, for the lady horse, horse. Mm-hmm. yeah, for the lady horse. Uh, very horny movie. I think, uh, I think the soundtrack in that movie is really good, and I think, uh, the, the gospel music is a really unique touch. Do it because it could have been really boring, uh, but uh, they they did get with that. I think uh, James Woods Hades is really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think um, Dan DeVito is awesome in it. I, I think it's a very underrated Disney movie. And they do a lot of fun stuff
0: where they're playing with yeah
1: like,
0: Greek Greek mythology stuff and yeah and, and ways that they can work in fun like, little. Jokes and stuff,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, you know, like they had like a narcissist joke, uh, they had a oedipus joke, just fun stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I kind of like it was almost a boxing movie in a way, like it was like a sports movie, like they, that's the whole kind of through line is that he's trying to be the best and he's he's got a trainer and they have a training montage and he's you know, it, it's 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 very it's very they even have like Air Jordans in there like it's very uh athlete right. you know it's almost like an athlete uh or a boxer of some kind so it's 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 fun to watch those movies as you get older because you can it's not even like the adult jokes it's just okay this is kind of what they're doing genre wise or oh they're taking this movie or this idea and using it with the greek mythology and yeah it's it's it was fun it was fun to watch for an hour and 30 minutes and uh, I've been watching Veep as well uh, yes. on HBO. And Adam, that is a very, very funny show.
0: Yeah, it's it's great. Yeah. I I, I mean, I don't know where you were eight ten years ago <laughs> when
1: when it came out. I I, I think I don't know. Um, I don't know why I didn't watch it back then. Uh, maybe I was just – maybe I was thinking it was going to be like the West Wing, and I was just like, eh, I'm all right. Well, it's <laughs> – but uh, yeah, I mean it's the anti-West Wing. <laughs> it is the anti-West Wing, which I, I was reading up on some people's comments on it, and a lot of people in politics do not like it because it – no, it, it – because it, the West Wing, I've seen like an episode or two of it. It's fine. I don't, I don't hate it, but uh very – um it's about ethics and it's about uh why we get into politics why don't we all just work together work together there's a way this is yeah yeah and this show is like every pretty much it's saying that everyone in politics are out for themselves for sure a bunch of dirtbags yeah uh which i bet the truth is somewhere in the middle like usually everything is right but I could see why people in politics do not like the show. But I think it makes the show hilarious. Uh, the insults in the show are incredible. Everyone has a great one-liner, especially towards Jonah, who is an awesome character. Uh, Jonah's great. Michael's great as just or Mike. Mike, right? Michael. Mike. Just Mike, Mike. Mike McClintock. He's, yeah, he's awesome as just a guy who does not belong there because he's just terrible at his job. Doesn't know it, but he's. He's, he's an old guy. He can relate to the old dudes with dad jokes. Uh, that's kind of all he has. And then, yeah, Jonah's this giant idiot. He uh, just uh, thinks he's – he,
0: he yeah. is kind of doing a McBride.
1: It's, yeah. it's like an altered McBride. Like a nerdy – like you know a guy like that. You know, like everyone knows a guy like that who's just real full of himself even though no one likes them. And, uh, we is awesome as the VP. Uh, she is, yeah, I, she has a, she could be funny at one moment, then she could be like real sinister. And she just does a great job at being funny, but not, cause it's not, um, I was thinking to be more like Amy Poehler in Parks and Rec, where she's a bit more, uh, not naive, but optimistic, and a little more quirky it, and fun, and a little it, maybe dumb at times. But it's not that. It's an incredibly, like, pessimistic.
0: Oh yeah. Show and it. I, I wonder if like working into today's worldview, it's a little bit different because this came out in during Obama during the Obama administration, yeah, yeah. and uh, so it was kind of was talking to you about this where it was this and house of cards were at the same yeah. time and so house of cards was like all oh the strategic politicians who was able to like pull all the perfect strings in order to get his way to the top and then there is <laughs> veep which is just about just pure incompetence at yeah. every level and just like pure selfishness and everything that like politics kind of is in the later seasons they do their like trump take on -hmm. things as well which is very funny that that's a very funny turn one of the the better um takes on kind of like trump stuff that i've seen on on tv and sometimes it's just like a little too easy to be on the nose where it's like well nothing's funnier than if i just kind of like kind of reference something real but then there's other things that they have that just like captures the essence of of trumpism without just like being kind of direct about it and it, that rules
1: i was thinking of the secession where they practically have bernie sanders on the show and like that's right. a show that's a bit more on the nose with their references and I and I still like the show, but yeah, like this show is very subtle when it comes to that stuff. It's it's they don't even tell you what party she's in. Uh, I, I I assume it's Democrat, but I mean they don't ever explicitly say. There's really no mention of other parties. You know, there's no no uh mention of like no Republican jokes, no Democrat jokes it's because just, it's it's not. It's about right. It's about all politicians being only after their
0: own self-interests. And there's times when they talk about like working with parties or other parties or whatever. But the main thing is just that they're out for themselves and that, Mm -hmm. and that's it. They don't care about anybody that they talk to any thing that they're doing. It's all just about themselves
1: and it's great. It's an awesome show. Need to watch on HBO if you have it. There is the
0: episode of secession. Uh, where they they have like they're called in front of congress for yeah, yeah. whatever the questioning and th- you have to break a few, break a few breaks, breaks to make, make, an, a uh, make a tomlet yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh Veep has their own version of that okay. and it
1: is one of the best episodes of television of all time <laughs> all right just, i can't wait just for something that. to look I'm forward gonna, to i want to maybe binge it this week cuz it's it's so good uh Jay. What have you been watching, man? Anything, anything new, anything cool?
2: Um, not, not too much, really, since work has kept me pretty busy. I've been, uh, I haven't went to watch any movies, but I've been watching uh, Justified on Hulu okay. now. I probably should have watched that when it was on TV, but I never did. Uh, but my granddad was always telling me oh you should watch this you should watch this you should watch this and then he like came over to my house and he literally dropped off the full box set i was like well this is on hulu so i can just watch it on there but i appreciate
1: it you watch it because you know all the ticket references are coming
2: yeah and i was like oh i forgot about that i was like so Mm -hmm. uh now i know they're coming
1: yeah (laughs) you get to get to see uh was it Bob Sturm? I think they used his name, full name, Bob Sturm, and all. that Yeah, they that, used so. his
2: name. I know they used Ty's name, and they used Grooves.
1: Yeah, yeah. I know, and I know they had Jake and TC in there. They <laughs> had it's just banter, I know they did Regonk. I think is the band name and stuff like that. Yeah, they got a bunch of stuff in there.
2: That's great. I can't wait till yeah. I see it in there
1: because
2: mm-hmm. I have about two more seasons left. So I I knew those came in at the later ones, but yeah, it's pretty fun. Like new western type stuff
0: i watched like the first three episodes of it and i was like yeah i dig this and then i just never kept watching
2: yeah if you i can see how that would happen pick up on it the story gets a lot more interesting because like when it first starts the first few episodes are him like i'm gonna do this and these are the type of bad guys i chase and there's not really you know much of a story Uh i think the story starts happening like later in the back half of season one, so it it is kind of a slow setup, but it is fun in the process. Mm-hmm. If you're into you know cop shows,
1: sure. All right, well Jay, uh, this is the segment called "Movies of Your Life" or "Films of Your Life," and uh, I gave you a list of movies. And Adam, I did change one of the uh, I, I there was. Movie that made you fall in love with movies, a movie that changed your life. I think I changed movie that changed your life and I changed that to uh favorite movie or movie by your favorite director. Cool, so yeah,
0: change one of those because I know those are a little bit weird. There you go, and you know what? Now that you've changed it enough, we can get our own patent for it. Yes,
1: yes, yes, we can do our own patent thing. It's, it's our own thing now, 100%. Uh, so. You know what? I should have had the list. I, all right, I, let me pull the list up. I know the first Didn't even one, J was... Since uh
2: doesn't even have it.
1: The first one was a movie that you hate.
2: Movie that I hate. Hmm.
1: See, I don't know if
2: I really hate any movies because I had to think about this, and I had to go through like, some lists and get, try to get an idea. I was like, what, is, what do people hate? People like to hate Titanic. It's too long, so I hate Titanic for that. Um... But it's got boobies. It, does have boobies. it does have boobies. Three seconds of boobs are worth three hours.
1: So you hate Titanic? Um, there's
0: also that no, no, part no. where the guy jumps off and he hits the propeller. That's pretty good, too. Uh,
2: no, I, I, I'll i say this. I have a good story for I probably don't hate it now if I watched it. I'm not much of a musical person. But riding home, like, senior year, I was in band. Uh, so, yeah. Take with that what you will. So, riding the uh, band bus home, we were coming back from San Antonio. So, we, we had one of the charter buses, and nice. it was, you know, yeah, right? Those were awesome. We were sitting in the back, and it was put to a vote what movie people wanted. We had a lot of the clarinet girls on our bus, and somehow the movie ended up being Les Mis. I do not want to watch Way Miz on my way back from San Antonio to Dallas. I do not want that. So I voiced my displeasure, and I, got, I banned the whole section around me to sing uh, the Jay Giles band. Uh, what's that song? Uh, a centerfold. Angel is a centerfold. Literally going, everyone, everyone do the na-na-na-na-na-na. Got them to do that for 30 minutes. They cut the movie off and said, since y'all don't want to do that, no one gets to watch anything. I was like, Jeez. cool. That's better than lame Miz. <laughs> so I hate Les <laughs> that's, that's
1: That's the commitment. All, all those Les girls Les. probably hated you after that, though. Don't
2: care. I've never seen them in my life after right.
1: that. All right.
0: It's a good story. Trey trying to be a white knight for the <laughs> clarinet girls. I would I have. Seen I would really like, I, I I from those na-na's.
1: <laughs> I did, I do have a similar lame lame is story, or uh, this is not as similar, but uh, my it was right when my sister moved to L.A. and uh, for a little while, and she got us as a Christmas gift or the family tickets to see Lame Ara. That was the same day that uh, Django and Chain came out, and I really wanted to see that Christmas day. But I was forced to go see Lamezera, and so that really sucked. Time, yeah, did. I really didn't want to see it. I
2: never would just said, "Hey, let's watch Lamez." You you know what they call
0: Lamez in Los Angeles? Lame,
2: is L- L- la Miz? Lame miserable. Uh, oh, that's Miserables.
1: Next one, Jay. Movie you think is overrated? Um, Avatar. Is it yeah, overrated uh, though
2: I think besides the pretty visuals, it doesn't have
1: much else going for but, it, but I don't think people talk about that movie anymore. I don't think people like say that movie's any good like, I, don't, I I guess maybe at the time, like in cool. twenty twelve oh, movie die
2: I didn't know did yeah I oh, was overrated thought it's overrated okay, I guess it's your list. you can do whatever you want, but. <laughs> Oh, did you want me to pick relevant movies and movies of your life?
1: Well uh, I just I okay, Can okay. Go, I'm Can I guess explain list explain why it's from twenty nineteen. All right, no, Jay, explain why today, twenty twenty, that movie is overrated. Uh, you said well, I Not think I don't have to, you didn't say
2: why I have to think today that it's overrated.
1: <laughs> I'm, just I'm just saying, saying it's
2: overrated. <laughs>
1: Titanic. That's, no, I, I agree with that's you.
2: It's already. not great. It's not great, but I think go. it's. Okay, cool. I, we agree. We're right. in <laughs> Aren't we in
0: agreement? I, I,
2: uh, uh, I, I mean, there
0: was backlash that year. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it didn't win the Oscar, which, whatever,
2: is, is
1: its own thing.
2: Also, we're getting like four straight sequels for them. Like, does anyone really well, that, care anymore? see
1: anymore? That's crazy. we are never going to see them. Yeah, that's insane. I don't. And then they're like, like can, what
2: did they? And then they made a, What did they put in Universal Studios Avatar? This like they've marketed it still, and it just feels like it's okay. not really relevant. So um,
1: you the way they're trying to push it. Yes. Yeah, it's
2: still pretty heavily marketed.
1: But I don't think like I don't think if you An go overrated on the street, film did
2: not deserve four straight like a like, green lit immediately like that. Of course not.
0: Yeah, and its own section of an amusement park. That's insane. It is is the craziest decision that any movie studio has ever made.
1: Mm -hmm. All right, uh, Jay, movie you think is underappreciated.
2: Does it have to be relevant for you, Trey? (laughs) Uh,
1: Uh, It's whatever you want, man. uh,
2: Movie I think is underappreciated. That thing you do.
0: uh, Oh, hell yeah. That thing you do rules.
2: Yes, but I don't think like a lot of people have seen that. or I don't think I've seen that. And it's it's, uh, written and directed by Tom Hanks, too, so you'd think more people have seen it.
1: Uh What's it about? I've not seen it. Uh,
2: It is about a one-hit wonder band in the 60s, so of like a band that kind of looks has like the sound of like the Beatles-esque type that type of boy band stuff in the 60s and they have a popular hit on the radio and it takes some Get some, you know, fame around the United States, and they're traveling, going to uh, county fairs, and playing for big crowds, and all this, and they feel they're the next big thing. And then once that single's kind of done and off the charts, and they don't really have anything else, they're just—you see—they're the, the, just a cog in the machine. Mm. It's a really good
0: movie, though. Steve Zahn is so good in that movie, and <laughs> like you watch it, and you're just like, why was he not the biggest star?
2: Yeah, exactly. The music's really, really good, too. Oh, it's
0: catchy as hell.
2: You're gonna hear, like, you're gonna hear that thing you do 20 times throughout Uh, the movie, but you're not mad about it. Yeah. Plus, it shows them as a progression of a band, so, like, every time you hear that thing you do, the song gets better and better. Like, from going from, like, a garage band to, like, professional record, uh, getting a professional record and all that stuff.
0: That's pretty cool. Trey, you need to watch it. It's,
1: it's, okay. it's, it's a really good movie. movie. Oh, well,
2: if it's uh, not, I got it on DVD for you.
1: All right, man, give me that. Give it to me tomorrow. Bet. All right. Uh, Jay, movie that you love.
2: Movie that I love. This was kind of hard to pick, uh, but I'm have to go with the Shawshank Redemption it's my favorite movie of all time and not because it makes everyone's top list is like, Oh, this is just such a good movie. It's probably cause it has like a lot of good memories involved with it as well. Cause we watched it on TV a lot like me and my brother and my dad all the time, like on weekends. So, you know, it just holds good memories along with
1: it. Yeah. I could see that for you in particular. Um, all right. Yeah, that is a good movie. That, that is a movie that I, uh, I was fortunate enough to see it before I heard a lot of people like I was young enough seeing that that I didn't really know about how many people loved it and talked about it all the time. And I didn't know the twi- – I didn't know the ending and all that. So I really liked it when I saw it for the first time. I think that's maybe a movie that could be ruined just by how people talk about it. Yeah. And I could that, see exactly. that being overrated. I kind of,
2: you know, hesitant to say it, but I was like, you know, I, I will hey. say – why i enjoyed because it has memories and stuff attached to it and that's not i mean that's, that's, that's very are. powerful and that's i powerful. also enjoyed it as like i got older because i'm like oh hey this is a damn good movie <laughs>
1: well they say that when you get older you stay the same age in the movie oh uh, shoot that's what they said guess get busy living or give me a six-pack
2: well I'll make sure to hang myself in the bay, back room of my house, and then carve please, my name on the ceiling. And then you can live here and see. I would say, do you it in a ticket prize, prize closet.
0: <laughs> I would say you you shouldn't have to justify liking a movie that other people like. Yeah, like, obvious. Like, there's a there's a reason that it has a. I, I mean, no not problem. not to take away from you know your personal attachment to it, of course. but like yeah people like that movie because it's good and sometimes people just try to tear things down that other people like shawshank is good and i live mm-hmm. near the prison where <laughs> yeah, you shot at <laughs> <That's
1: awesome. laughs> so um, um okay so jay movie that you can watch over and over
2: hmm uh i would say pineapple express okay it's so easy to watch over and over I know the jokes that are coming every time. They're funny every time. I don't know. It's just a feel good movie that I can watch over and over.
1: You're a big stoner, right, Jay? That's
2: oh, just, of course, blazing it up.
1: Mm-hmm. Cross. If you see, if you ever saw Cross-trick. Jay Adam, you would think he's either like a big country dude or he's a total stoner. It's one or the other. Okay, no los dos. Thank yeah. you. Uh, All right, Jay. Movie that made you fall in love
2: with movies? Mm, This one made me think, because I tried to think, like, was it when I got big into movies, like in college, or going back to, like, when I was a kid? And I thought, to when I was a kid, a movie I would watch all the time. And my granddad introduced it to me, and it was uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Okay. I still watch it to this day. I love it. Uh, I think it's so well made for how hectic and how crazy that movie is. There's no way mm-hmm. that could be, that could have been an easy movie to make without CGI. For and sure. plus it's- like, it's one of the only times we see Disney and Warner brothers, uh, cartoons all on the same screen.
1: I've not seen, I, I, it's one of those movies that I'm sure I've had to have seen, but I don't remember anything about it. Also,
2: watching it as a kid, I was like, huh, ah, this is funny rabbit, stupid <laughs> cartoon <laughs> stuff," you know. <laughs> and, uh, when you uh, watch it, when you get older, you're like, "Whoa, this is a, not a kids movie. This nope, is a nope. pretty intense, like <laughs> '40s cop drama."
1: Yeah,
2: with a lot of sexual undertones. Oh yeah, lots what and of lots of, and lots
1: of sex.
2: I mean, of course, what just a
1: rabbit. Yep. Does that was that your first crush, Jay? Wasn't that, that when you realized things made you kind of go down? Yeah, Betty Boop. Little movement little movement. Oh, Betty Boop! All right, Betty Boop. I hey, that Betty Boop. I'm a man in the twenties, and
0: you put on, you put on the Betty Boop. It's a little something for daddy. You go. I take you to the Nickelodeon. You buy the popcorn, and daddy's gonna sit here and watch some Betty Boop. She's gonna go. She's gonna, gets around with a big old watermelon head that bitty boop <laughs>
1: that's a great character okay uh, Who Framed
0: uh, Roger Rabbit is fucking great it's so good uh, that's that's a great a great movie to like get into movies
2: with I also think uh, Tom Hanks said it's one of his favorite movies of all time
1: okay what does Tom Hanks now
2: uh, yeah what does he know Quite hilarious. Holds up Jay. still. The animation and everything.
1: Movie by your favorite director.
2: I had to really think about like my favorite director because I like, just have like favorite movies. I don't know if I have like a set favorite director. Mm-hmm. So I went and looked like, and thought about what my favorite collection of, of movies is. And then it's like, oh. So it just happens to be I like this many movies and it was made by this director, you know, so it looks like it's the Coen brothers. I really enjoy the Coen brothers work. Sure. Uh, and mine's probably not any of the ones you think it is with like No Country for Old Men or "O Brother Where Art Thou and stuff. It's uh, Inside Lewin Davis.
1: Yeah. I, I watched that last year and really liked it. And I know people absolutely love that movie.
2: I was just enthralled with it. And I, mm-hmm. I love like the folk music, that scene, seeing that get started, yeah. Bob Dylan, getting like the little references with that. And I saw the critics, some of this, like their problems with it was it didn't really have a plot, but, you know, it did. It was just telling his, his life yeah. story for a week.
1: And, and the idea that like, you know, he finally gets this big audition. The guy's just like, nah, not going to work out, man. Like it's like oh right it's sort of d- the disappointment of life right yeah it, it like builds up to the moment where he's yeah.
2: supposed to have this big breakthrough and then doesn't kicks your ass yeah eventually yeah. so, I mean it does like how it shows it at the beginning and the end that's how it starts
0: and I would say yeah. that that's probably a thing in a lot of Coen Brothers movies not just the life stuff but that the the plot doesn't always feel like one yeah. one thing like you, you mm-hmm. look at like a serious man like what is the That's plot to exactly serious what man of. yeah where it's like oh no this guy just kind of gets shit on for an entire movie mm-hmm. uh and his his life just kind of falls apart. It's uh inside Lewin Davis is really I mean, really good.
1: Yeah. I mean even a Big Lebowski perfect. like I don't even right. know, I forget how that ends. Just it kinda just ends. A lot of a lot of his movies just kinda end a lot of their movies just kind of in, but they're all very. Well-known. That was also the
2: first time I was introduced to uh, Oscar Isaac and okay. uh, Adam Driver, so okay. that was cool.
1: It's not. And a see, like, way all the little cameos them. in
2: there, like Justin Timberlake was singing. Uh,
1: <laughs> I, I I liked his character in there. I liked how show. shocked he was when he's. forget what Louis Davis said, but he said like something, like m- kind of mean about his music, and he's just like, "What?
2: Oh, hey, he's like, who fun. wrote
1: this? Yeah." He's like,
2: I did. He did.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was oh. really good.
2: Yeah, I love Adam I that. <laughs> I have, please, Mr. Kennedy. <laughs> um, I like it too because Marcus Mumford does uh, one of the songs with Oscar Isaac, even though you never see him in the movie. And then, of course, Carrie Mulligan's married to uh, Marcus Mumford. So that little connection.
1: Oh. Big huh? yeah. yeah. go. Yeah, it's a, it's a there you very, go. good, very good movie. Uh, all right, Jay. Movie that surprised you? Hmm.
2: Uh, I would have to go with Big Fish by Tim Burton. Okay. Uh, I would. Okay. Like it's a very Tim Burton esque movie, so I didn't really know what to expect going into it. It's like, hey, you and McGregor, Tim Burton, probably bright and colorful and fairy tale esque, and that's exactly what you get. And I don't know the story is just kind of wholesome. It's nice and it's a it's a fun movie. I was like, this surprised me. It was really nice. You feel all, all the emotions through it.
1: I have not seen that in a very long time. I remember there was a giant, big giant, right? There's all there's a, a bunch. There was there's a bunch of freaks.
2: Danny DeVito was a werewolf.
1: Okay, I want to rewatch this now. Uh, Did he? Uh... <laughs> Did he have an, uh, an egg for your trying time of need? <laughs> I'm wolfing out. There was,
2: <laughs> there was a lot of people in that movie. Isn't oh, there I, any rum ham uh, in there? Marion Cotillard was in that. It's a really good movie. Okay. I, I, I need to really revisit that up. one. Uh, Steve Buscemi. Of course, you know, the Tim Burton Staples. If you don't see Hella Bonham. Helen, a him Carter in there. That's how I actually knew it was a Tim Burton movie. As I saw her, and I was like, "Oh, that's how, <laughs> it's not right. Harry Potter, Burton.
1: so it must be Tim Burton."
2: Has to be. Yeah. All
1: right. uh Movie that you? Sh- oh, I'm sorry. Movie that is your guilty pleasure? J.
2: Guilty pleasure. I had to pick between like two for this because, like, when I think guilty pleasure, you're like, "Oh, I don't want anyone to know this. I like this one." So you think uh, maybe something dumb that you'd go to. So I went with Tenacious D in The Pick of Destiny because, as I said earlier, I don't really like musicals, but you put that on and I'm going to sing every song at the Mm -hmm. top of my lungs. It's a great movie. It's one of the stupidest movies, but I live for it. And I remember the time I saw it, uh, we convinced my friend's mom to rent it at Blockbuster. Because uh, we were like only 13 at the time. And she's like, oh, cool. Yeah, Jack Black, I got this for you. And yeah. she walked in and she's cool like, oh, I didn't realize guy. I was getting you guys the F-bomb movie. <laughs> her exact words I was like, ah, oh, this is, this is, I live for this.
1: Was well, Jack Black, is Jack Black a family-friendly guy? At
2: the time, because she thought like School of Rock and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and she's like, oh, they're old enough to way. watch that.
0: I mean, even now, he's probably even more so. Yeah, he's, with goosebumps yeah. and... Switch.
1: Yeah, I guess he's always been somewhat family friendly. He's never like been, but he's, he's kind of, he kind of goes, you know, he kind of steps over into the more adult stuff too, though. Tenacious D is think- definitely
0: the most like adult yeah. <laughs> stuff <laughs> that he's doing. Pick a Destiny was my uh, my
2: MySpace song. Also the cameos in Pick a Destiny. I mean, Dave Grohl is the devil, Big right. Killer. It's just uh, Tim uh, Tim Robbins is the one legged dude. Tries to steal the pick of destiny.
1: It's great. <laughs> um, let's see here. Movie that you should have seen by now. I feel
2: like I should have seen Top Gun by now.
1: Okay, that's a good one. I've not seen Top Gun. I've anywhere. never
2: seen Top Gun. I was like, should I have seen that? we I can watch like, it together shirtless ones everyone's seen but i uh, know i haven't seen that one
1: i've not seen it either but like yeah that's like uh that's um a uh, movie that uh i think is more for the i don't know gen x crowd or boomer crowd. i don't know it's it's definitely a movie for like a certain type of people to certain i guess but I've
2: seen some more of like tom cruise's other stuff from around that time like like Days of Thunder and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I love that movie. I was like, but I'm just never no, seen I, Top Gun. I'm pretty positive I own Top Gun and yeah. I've never watched it.
1: Adam, have you seen
0: Top Gun? I have seen Top Gun.
2: I just want to watch it for the uh, volleyball scene, TBH. Mm-hmm.
0: I know. It's what everyone once watched it for. I watch it for the planes. I like it. <laughs> I like to see the planes go fast.
1: Planes go fast. I got, yeah.
0: Tom Cruise! Take that plane, make it go fast.
1: Alright, finally, greatest movie theater experience, Jay? Um, I had to split this
2: one into two. So I'm going to say greatest overall theater experience wasn't... Fudge, Jack, get off my computer. Uh, in 2008, when I saw The Dark Knight for the premiere, for the, we went to the midnight premiere. Uh over at the amc and firewheel i mean it like the line wrapped around the building twice it was just me and my brother we loaded up on popcorn and snacks and all this stuff we were sneaking in candy
1: were you old enough to see it in 2008 jay yeah dude it's not oh, rated all right yeah it's pg-13 it's pg-13
2: okay i was pretty positive i was like 12 or 13 at that point okay too. there's
1: um,
2: yeah i was 13 and uh we go i mean of course it's the dark night so everyone everyone remembers when they saw that Mm -hmm. but uh my brother was we were trying to make bets on what we thought the opening scene would be and uh he said he thought it was going to be the bank robbery i was like yeah no way and uh i bet him like half my candy in my pocket which was a lot and uh i lost that bet Dang! and then halfway through the movie right when they start the interrogation scene, you know, right when the lights turn on and you see Batman uh, behind Joker while he's sitting at the table, mm-hmm. the, the screen just oh shut me. off. Oh, oh no. no. The screen just shut Do off. You like, oh of my have a bunch of guys
1: in masks and machine guns come in?
2: It wasn't that time yet. Not that time. <laughs> Give it a couple more years. Uh, we went out to the lobby and we see the EMS is running in. Apparently some I hope she's doing all right now, but she ruined my damn movie experience. Yeah. She had a seizure right in the, oh. like, the best part of the movie. Ugh. And we had to wait. Like My adrenaline was pumping and all this stuff. I had to wait 30 minutes before we had to go sit back down and watch. And I mean, everyone was mad because they didn't shut down <laughs> just our screen. They shut down all the screens. Oh, yeah. no. So, uh, yeah, that was fun. And then you oh. went back in and went,
1: where's Rachel? Yeah, it went
2: straight back <laughs> in. <laughs> <laughs> but like all momentum was gone. Yeah, that's that sucks. Go, and then that... watching it again, it was cool, but it's just like, you know, that, that one part was taken aback. That did suck.
0: Is uh, the midnight premiere officially like dead? I think it is. I haven't done one I since. Hope like, I hope like, not. I don't remember any like it was such a cool thing i understand movie theaters don't want to like pay people extra to stay super late to do it and
1: do the thursday night premiere right but the day before
0: yeah and i guess if you know you you would have gone to star wars or avengers there would have been a first Mm -hmm. a first thing
2: yeah i guess that's probably true um, my honorable mention, I'll say for theater experience is, uh, when I went to go see Ted, uh, I took my <laughs> granddad with me cause he, th- he can handle R rated movies and he does a bunch of has dumb humor like that, but we went to go see Ted and I don't know, some switch turned on and like, he is huffing and puffing like 10 minutes through. And he's just like, Oh, Oh my God. <laughs> really just gonna be this the whole time. We get about thirty minutes in and it's a scene where Mark Wahlberg just farts and he's like, You hear that? That was a man spot. <laughs> I just fought it in this whole restaurant. <laughs> My granddad just got up and left. <laughs> and like, Shit. He has the keys. So I just yeah, yeah. choose between like seventeen year old me, seventeen, eighteen year old me was loving this. this. is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Sure. So I had to make Decision right then and there. Was I going to stand my ground and watch this or was I going to follow my granddad and get a ride home? I had to follow him because he lived 25 minutes out and I was screwed. That man was in the car with the engine turned on <laughs> starting to pull out by the time I made it outside. I, was like, <laughs> I don't know what made him so mad this day.
1: The fat jokes, that's what it is. In the he
2: Just likes us bringing it up on Christmas every year. Uh and now we give him Ted 2. That's usually a rotating gift.
1: Nice. <laughs> I had an opposite experience of that where I was with my uncle, now my uncle's pretty kind of off the wall anyway, like so it it made sense that he would like it. But I remember seeing wedding crashers with him, I think my cousin and he was cracking up the whole time on in wedding crashers like just loving it. Like the motorboat scene, he's just cracking up. I remember that specifically. Just him, just the most I've seen anyone laugh at Wedding Crasher. Well, <laughs> Wedding Crashers was, is a funny yeah, movie, but...
2: This is the same guy who showed me who framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, you don't yeah. like talking uh, cartoons and anthropomorphic figures and talking to people? I mean, rabbit, the rabbit said stupid stuff to the dude, so you will find Ted funny?
1: He didn't, funny. he didn't have a lightning buddy.
2: Where he did not like it.
1: Thunder buddy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Th- thing. That that kind of was the start of it.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Jay, for doing that list. Oh, thank you. It was kind of fun. Now I have
2: a whole bunch of movies I want to watch. Cause like I had some movies I even wrote down that didn't like, you know, make the list. I was like, man, this is fun. So uh, uh, now mm-hmm. I want to rewatch like 20 or 30 movies.
1: Yeah. There you go. Uh, Adam, Trey. A good podcast today. I
2: think. Hey, way to go.
1: Way to go. Uh, next week, we'll be back with something. But uh, <laughs> again, again, Jay, thanks for coming on. It was fun. Thanks for inviting uh, me. That is the podcast for this week, and we'll see you next time. Well, bye-bye. Bye. And
0: more next time on Super Films Cast
1: 64!